0: You're listening to a Shotcast original.
1: Welcome to Pod, where we talk about video games, social media, and tech-related topics so that you can learn the insight and our thoughts about the current development of IT scene. Joining with me is Nuff Games and our producer, Kat. Say hello, everyone. Hey, thanks for having us, buddy.
0: Hello, everyone.
1: It's a great pleasure
2: to actually be here today. For the most part, this podcast is meant to be about tech as well as some interesting developments in the IT industry. Today, we've got quite a show for you guys. We're actually going to talk about the gamification of training in the services industry, what gamification really is, where it's currently being used, where we see it being used, as well as, is it really beneficial to what we want to do? And more of that coming right up. But first, Aiden, how are you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing fantastic. Now, I think that this is going to be a really great topic because education is actually one of the topics that is actually important for a lot of industry, not just for IT, but also for education, for medicals. Both of us are in the tech space. I'm a developer. I'm actually on
2: the route to become a solution architect now. On this route, there are actually multiple different sides of the industry you need to get familiar with sales, customer service, digital marketing. Now, I've actually been using a gamified training website known as Trailhead. And that's been pretty much how I've been getting through all of my training courses in the form of a gamified sense. It's basically a five-minute summary read as well as a quiz at the end. And it takes you up this mountainous trail. It's pretty cool to see like your little character kind of climb up the side of the mountain every time you progress something. If you make a mistake, the character kind of slides down the mountain a little bit. It's a really, really fun way to kind of expand my IT knowledge.
1: In Malaysia, there are Didi and Friends mobile apps that kids can basically learn how to count and how to read and how to spell. So like on the topic
2: of like teaching and learning something, right? Like I've been in IT for a while now but I don't actually know how to code. I've actually been a complete noob when it comes to coding and I felt really bad so I wanted to take up a course on Python, one of the easier languages to learn and I went on one of these sort of gamified training websites called Brilliant. I think you might have heard of it. Mm -hmm. And on Brilliant, in order to learn to code they give you a little turtle and they ask you to make the turtle move with your code. You even learn means and ways on how to make the turtle go in loops, for example, and draw stars all over the map. Stuff like that really got to me. Like it was something that was uh, really easy for me to pick up, even though it was something like coding, which I've never done before. Mm
1: -hmm. So when it comes to like coding, I remember way back in high school, I was taking the Lego Mindstorm. So the way how it works is you just drag the different kinds of block, different kinds of arguments. And basically, when you put the application or put the codes in the brain itself, and it will execute the codes based on the blocks that you put. So it basically a very simplified way. Of coding with visuals and looking very nice. That allows the kids, like myself, during that time, easy to learn programming. It just depends on your skill set of understanding how you want to take that certain project to the next level. So that's basically the gamification for a robotic. One of the really cool example when it comes to like gamifications is the long lost McDonald's games that has been discovered last year. A YouTuber who just recently found a lost DSi game for McDonald's, specifically in Japan, and he basically play it and when I was 18 I was working at my dolls way back in the days and I can see that from what I can understand because I played the game on stream before there is a significant amount of information in there that actually accurate there are some information that's been outdated for example there are certain machines that's not there for example the fries defense dispenser for example in the game you have to manually toss the fries in the basket but the current gen is basically just put it into the dispenser put your basket in there and you can Basically fry it, but all the SOP is basically the same. So that's how McDonald's in Japan train their part time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what kind of like game education that you think that is actually beneficial for you from your experience?
2: People have had to leave their offices and their day jobs and work those day jobs from their house. Mm That is not as easy of a task as it sounds People think working from home is a great thing to do It's very relaxing You have ample amount of time to wake up Before your first meeting in the morning Or you could just wake up like 5 seconds Before your meeting starts And just hop on the video call There's a bunch of enterprise software That a lot of clients actually use A lot of people in this country Invest millions of dollars in software from SAP From Oracle, from Microsoft From Google, from Salesforce for example Mm -hmm. And these softwares go underutilized completely One of the ways that I believe Salesforce has started to combat something like this, is with Trailhead as well. Mm-hmm. It's a website where you can learn how to use any software in the Salesforce ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Now, something like this may be beneficial for the older generation whenever they are learning how to use any form of digital software that they have to use from home, mm-hmm. rather than being at the office where everybody around you is doing the same thing and you can ask people if you don't know anything. It's really easy to give people a single place to go to and figure out something that they
1: don't know how to do. So, when it comes to like gamification, vacation, I believe the one that really beneficial for me is actually a game called HackNet. It's basically a hacking simulator, but at the same time, it also gives you some insight of how you want to use a certain command on your PC administrative levels. You yeah, know, this in,
2: basically goes back in time to like when Windows was all about hardline Mac coding does. zeros and ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Mac original
1: uh, way that you used to actually code something in your computer. Yeah, exactly. So when it comes to like hatnet, I learned how to use a command prompt on the certain file itself. So when it comes to like command prompt for example because my phone I can't use my power button I have to use a certain programs and certain command prompts in order for me to boot the phone
0: If you've coded an alternative way of turning off your phone how do you turn on your phone then?
1: There are certain scripts where you can basically cast from your phone to your PC and you can actually use your phone from your PC news using a Python script
0: So to turn on your phone you need your computer
1: Yeah to turn on my phone I need my computer and basically Knight is actually teaching me how to do all these things and in my opinion when it comes to like communication it depends on what kind of interest you want to learn and when it comes to like costs it depends on what kind of platform you're looking for there are different kinds of like simulator online and you basically get the ideal or the gist of how the certain feel works so you're basically things- saying it's not really
2: about like what you do specifically in the simulator it's more along the lines of how it's done or how it's being done it kind of gives you that idea of like this is how things are in a surgical room and somebody's being operated on, or, or yeah. this is what it's like to be in the emergency room in a hospital, for example, and your first step, for example, Mm -hmm. right? It kind of gives people that idea of like, this is how things are meant to be done Mm -hmm. in this industry. In terms
0: of like effectiveness for learning, having experienced more traditional routes of training as well as gamification mm-hmm. which do you think help you learn better
2: I can agree to this gamification has helped me focus on learning a whole lot more because it's a little easier for me to stare at a screen and interact with it than for me to stare at a person and just listen to the person
1: you want to know what's the major contribution of we get into gamification because everyone is gamer at heart and I believe that gamification actually benefits a lot of people and it makes them focus on learning certain things
0: I guess in ter- In terms of like learning styles, right? So there's a few type of learning styles. There's auditory, visual, Mm -hmm. and the kind that's more hands-on. Yeah. Traditionally, we grew up with just audio and visual. But this really caters To people who learn Hands on People
2: who like The interaction When you're trying To learn something mm-hmm. Yeah yeah. And for the most part Gamification kind of Does meet the other Two requirements as well It is auditory And it is visual as well Or at least It very much can be It so takes... it's
0: a medley For everyone Yeah yeah mm. Pretty
2: much It's a one size fits all In terms of education Although I'm not Gonna say that This is the future Of education This is very specific To learning something Small and Again specific Well and
0: if they say A pandemic's gonna happen About every 10 years oh now God. Perhaps this is is the way it?
2: oh no I can imagine every kid at home Waking up at eight o'clock in the morning and playing games Actually, as their school activities. Actually,
0: have you guys read Ready Player One or oh, watch the movie?
2: Of course.
0: Maybe that's the future. Absolutely. Everything VR, everything gamified.
2: In Ready Player One, you know the Oasis, oh, where yeah, where yeah. everybody goes to when they put that VR headset on. Mm-hmm. One day in the future, when we're all locked up in our houses because of another pandemic or another virus or even a parasite or a locust swarm or something, we're all gonna put on VR headsets and we're all gonna meet in somewhere like the Oasis. In oh, the definitely. Like. I- I'm saying this on the 24th of January in 2021 mm-hmm. and this is far 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 in the future but that's definitely going to be the future
0: Hello people in 2041
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean we already have that kind of like programs already the VR headset has been developed really really well and one of the game vacations that I can think of is VRChat so VRChat is basically a free games on Steam but it's basically caters for virtual reality headsets with a little bit of modding you can actually do a lot of really cool things in VRChat not just for socialising But also for education Imagine well.
2: McDonald's Trying to train a fry chef And they're like Welcome to your first day At training Put on this VR headset And flip <laughs> that invisible burger
1: there. <laughs> There's so many to Potential to when it comes to the. So VR.
0: what are you excited for? Imagine the potential is here it's going to be reality What do you want to exist?
1: Okay What I want to exist is So for example Mimos actually developed A virtual showcase So what you have to do Is that you just wear the VR headsets And you can basically See a certain car model Um, You don't have to go To the showroom itself You can actually see How the car looks like Test drive That's part of gamification As well Because you're playing Racing game as well
0: Interesting point That 20s show With Keanu Asman. He interviewed Alex The F1 Formula Racer <laughs> Right mm-hmm. ah. And now Formula 1 racers actually learn and train their racing via a VR game. Yeah. And it really helps. He said the technique you manage to master is quicker than the traditional route of yeah, training. Yeah, I can
2: imagine if you tell somebody on their first day to get into an F1 car and set like a record lap around Sepang, I think they'll be scared as all heck, man. Exactly. But although doing it on a game seems a little less threatening, you know, you're not fearing for your life at Honestly, every point Honestly
0: though, like growing up, I played Need for Speed and my car was constantly hitting the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> Stay to, on the road
2: <laughs> Yeah 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 I, I felt like the worst driver possible When I was playing me first place. I wasn't knocking into the wall I was knocking into the opponents To try and push them off So I could get first place
1: Yeah so when it comes to like F1 games You don't feel the G But when it comes to like Steering the wheels How do you want to feel the car Because there is a Rumble technology Dedicated in that controller itself The driver will know Okay so I'm crashing I'm slipping You can actually feel Within the steering wheel Without actually harming yourself In the racetrack
2: Yeah 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 Like different turns On F1 racetracks have have different like G requirements right mm-hmm. so a sharper turn obviously you have more G on your body but one thing we don't talk about is the steering wheel actually because of the dynamic technology and it actually has the ability to adapt to how much you need to turn it or how much force is being placed on the wheel when you turn mm-hmm. it's actually one of the more new generation things we see it used in the PlayStation 5 controllers as well it's kind of like the low-key way into the future for a lot of these uh, training simulations whether it's flight training whether it's fighter pilot training whether it's F1 training lorry drivers are also learning in means and ways like this. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay but like those are very like practical hands-on experiences that maybe the gamification would assist you in kind of living through the simulation but in terms of companies in Malaysia how viable is it cost-wise for each company to implement gamification training?
2: So I think if you do something small like for example the Westin in Langkawi as a new employee there they actually give you a mobile application and that's how your onboarding is going to be handled into the company. Because of lockdown they have added a check-in to the application. Something like that, something small. It doesn't have to be a massive, wide-scale application showing every single employee in the company how to use every single thing they own in the company. It's not something like that. It's the smaller things, you know? Onboarding, teaching somebody how to do basic
1: math, for example. Teaching someone how to code. Like, I learned how to code from a game. You can learn on YouTube if you want to, but I think that gamification has have different kinds of benefits when it comes to learning different kinds of things. And speaking specifically about, like, the cost of something like cost, this. Yeah. Now,
2: something like this can cost you a lot. If you're a university... And you aim to gamify Every single course that you have Mm -hmm. Naturally it's gonna cost you a bomb But again If you're something small Like a hotel And you wanna have Like a simple application Just to check on your staff Make sure everybody's okay During this lockdown Mm -hmm. Something like that's really easy to do Cost of this naturally Varies on the scope Of what you wanna do How big you wanna make this game Mm -hmm. But it's definitely something That's worth getting into
1: So starting from mobile You can start with Like a couple of thousand Ringgit for example For PC Maybe about like 10,000 maybe If you want to go Like really full on scale With VR headset or with Unreal Engine we can take about like 100,000 it kind of depends on the content itself Nintendo DS for the McDonald's for example it cost them about like 100 billion yen if I'm not mistaken the reason why it was that expensive because you have to license to Nintendo you have to license the Nintendo DSi the hardware itself is custom made so that the password is actually encrypted
0: okay so that's the cost but how long does it take to create these gamified programs
2: based on what Aiden said Like a mobile version Of something like this Could take upwards of a week A computer version Of a gamified program May take a couple of months And if you're going like All in full scale Like digital driving simulator For your F1 car drivers Something like that Can take upwards of uh, Possibly even a year Because things like that Are still in the works They're still being developed However the technology Is available It's just up to us To kind of put it together
0: Actually a week To a couple of months Is not that long Especially if I'm guessing this is more For like office
1: Work. yeah yeah mm-hmm. specifically to our office work yes mm-hmm. we all have to agree that communications actually benefits to variety of different kinds of people where there is youngsters or as well as uh, elderly when they want to use their pcs they want to learn how to spell or how to count and basically learn how to become the best mcdonald's workers in the entire world and i hope that everyone's get a little bit of insight as always i'll see you guys next time till then till you